0: Okay. The fact that these are still
1: here—the the Christmas
0: Oreos—they <laughs> gotta go. We've gotta remove them from the room.
1: <laughs> but the, the limited edition—you know—they
0: can live in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm St. Pete Sam, and that's my brother, Max Flowers, and this is Under the Influencer. The
1: show where we sit down for a cocktail with the influential people of Tampa Bay.
0: And on this show, I'm super excited to welcome uh, the man behind the reason we go to so many places in Tampa <laughs> <True>. Bay, <laughs> and that is Joe. You run the Tampa Bay is Awesome account, St. Pete is Awesome, is. Let me know them all because I can't
2: remember them all. Tampa Bay, St. Pete, Dunedin, and Clearwater Beach. And they're all awesome. They're all awesome. (laughs) They're all awesome. Well, also
0: joining us is one of the many realtor partners of Tampa Bay is awesome, St. Pete Kyle.
1: Uh, Also this week's Rivalry, we discuss thrill rides in the Tampa Bay area. Something I'm very passionate about. So all that coming up next.
0: Well, I'm excited to talk to you because a lot of what we talk about on the show is local businesses we're excited about, uh, what's going on in Tampa Bay. So there's an aspect of that. And it's just cool to also learn a little bit about how it works. Cause I think that's always our big question. We're like, How do I go to the places and get all the foods and make the cool (laughs) videos? And it's always interesting to me to learn a little bit about how you
2: influence. Well, you guys just did. We just went to Twisted Uh, Indian. (laughs) That was the magic. Yeah,
1: we just went to lunch with you, and that was fun. We
0: did. We went to Twisted Indian on Central, and it really gave us a little peek into... uh, Well, to back up, we invited you on the podcast. (laughs) And then you were like... Wait a second. Uh, I have to go to lunch right there. At I just have to go to lunch. It in. I'm working. I'm working.
1: It was, um, it was fun because for us, it's, we are under the influencer, like learning about influencing and, and marketing. And I got a good giggle watching both of
2: you. Like,
1: you're showing her how to take the pictures. I'm taking pictures of you taking the pictures. I was like... <laughs>
0: What's funny about that is like if I go out if with my husband, he gets so tired of that. He'll be like, can we start yet? Can we eat now? And then to be with you, you're like all in. It's like, okay. That
2: changes when places start paying you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your significant other doesn't care anymore. Like When you're please. just going to dinner and going to cool places. She's like, no. Your life is, this is what you have to do. This is why we get to do all this cool stuff. The pain.
0: Well, what is, Tampa Bay is awesome is, is up to what? 70,000?
2: Yeah, so on Instagram, that's at like 72, 73. Um, all together, all of the, so it's four pages on Instagram, four on Facebook, and one on TikTok. So it's around 460 ish thousand total right now. That's incredible. Is that the
1: population of the
2: Tampa Bay? <laughs> like, is that, are
1: there more people
0: than that?
2: Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> so why don't you start with uh, when you started your first account and what gave you the idea?
2: So I set up the first account. It was actually downtown Tampa's awesome in 2013. Um, I had a consulting company, and I was working with a lot of hospitality places, and just wanted to create something that would serve all the different people that I was engaging with. And I always kind of knew I was like, all right, meeting with one person after another, and helping promote one thing after another. I'm like, why don't I have one audience that I can do stuff with? But let me test this idea and in i think it was probably 2011 i remember being at an event in wesley chapel and this guy's a realtor and he's like hey i want to be the realtor of wesley chapel I'm like well then go be the guy <laughs> like there's nothing you're like five things to talk about go be the guy at wesley chapel <laughs> he's like what do you mean i'm like set up a page for wesley chapel and just go start talking about it and he's like that sounds like a lot of work i'm like well whatever do you it's work that's what you're doing um and two years later i, I tested the downtown t- or, uh, downtown tampa is awesome <laughs> i made this crazy video it took like a month to put together of me like dancing through <gasps> 45 places like wow. the times building sykes building with office staffs and restaurants it was when Stephen Colbert did this cold cella thing where he danced through different TV sets. Oh my gosh, I remember that. Yes. I'm like, this is so cool. Let me go do it. And it's, I don't know, it's got like, I don't know, eight or 10,000 views on YouTube. And it didn't do really anything as far as like launching everything. But I built that page up to like, five or 6,000 people in two months and this is when downtown Tampa was kind of awesome like like five (laughs) places to go but that just
0: doesn't have the same ring on Instagram
2: no no. people are like oh you should set up a page for here I'm like "Mm, maybe not (laughs) Um,
1: downtown Tampa is mildly enjoyable
2: you might have a good time here Um, so a little bit ahead of the time and then you know, I had a lot of friends that are doing different stuff in real estate and you know, figured I'm like, I'll monetize this at some point. So then just started adding more pages, you know, at, at one point, I think I had like eight different Facebook pages. So um, trim that all down and kind of just figure out different ways to streamline it all now.
1: Gosh, that's crazy. Yeah. What were you doing before?
2: So consulting, um, helping pl- different restaurants, different places in hospitality, different companies to build their e-commerce stuff. Um, paleo on the go, which is a local company. They do paleo delivery all over the country. I had a lot of time with them for probably three or four years consulting. And it's a super cool company. And I learned a lot of different tactics. So that's kind of where I got the is awesome idea. And then from like creating downtown Tampa is awesome. I ended up doing like bacon is awesome. Pasta is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> craft beer is awesome. And like, dogs are awesome. Learned a ton of different like build cheap audiences and then figured out like alright well how the hell am I going to monetize stuff you really don't care about. I can build an <laughs> audience for almost <laughs> anything but figuring out how to monetize it's you know, another it's, it's, animal a whole other, it's a whole other thing. What yeah. we're trying
1: to do currently with a podcast. You know, <laughs>
0: follow at Under the Influencer. <laughs> so you, got your,
1: you got your first free lunch today yes! so you're on it's your a, way. Yeah that was amazing.
0: When did you first notice that the, fo- like, when did the follower number hit a point where you were like, oh shit, it's like, this is it. Did you have a goal number in mind?
2: You know, back then you're just like, I just want to get it to 10,000 and, you know, every <laughs> every zero milestone, <laughs> <Apparently>. <laughs> um, but that was just on Facebook. Like Instagram was kind of becoming a thing.
1: Oh God. Yeah. Facebook. That, that was even harder.
0: You know, he asked me that the other day. It was like something, We Facebook came up and I was like, I don't really have as much of a following there on any platform just because I don't, I haven't invested in it as much because it just seems like a,
2: you I, know. I, I always keep
1: mine just because I need to let my aunts know occasionally what I'm doing. <laughs> like that's how I feel Facebook is, but I know that there's, there's so much. spending
2: money too. Exactly. That and
1: that's where I often Tremendous. neglect it because- you know, we move on to the
2: apps that we find fun and cool. And it's like, you forget, like, this is the platform. There's a whole like- audience. <laughs> you know, so we brought my buddy over here, St. Pete Kyle. Um, so St. Pete Sam met St. Pete Kyle today. That was, pretty, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty fun. That was a cross. <laughs> Chris, <laughs> cross. <laughs> but, you know, from a Facebook versus Instagram versus TikTok side of things, like, I don't really care what anybody says. Like, I will generate tens of thousands more visits to a website from facebook than anywhere else really Um, yeah so when you know kyle and i promote different real estate stuff the property will do great on instagram and it gives people the warm and fuzzies and it Mm. like oh wow it's got a thousand likes and the video got twenty thousand views but i got i don't know two or three hundred clicks from instagram and like three to five thousand or ten thousand on facebook that Um, wow that much yeah but we can have Stevey Kyle chime in on stuff too. Yeah, because, because I do I know. It. I know. It's nice to that okay. have you here. Now. This is
0: a nice surprise. <laughs> I, well, I do want you to speak a little to how working with realtors became part of it because I actually have a story about. And I don't. I no. I don't remember if you remember me telling you about this, but when Alex and I sold his house in Shore Acres, like early, oh, tw- yeah, uh, 2020, I guess it would have been early 2021. St. Pete is awesome posted the house, our house. And I followed the account already. And I was like, oh my God, uh, that that's our house on there. <laughs> and, the, and the caption was like, this is You're what we call that. a deal now, folks. <laughs> because, because it was like, it was, I don't remember like square footage or anything but let's just say it was right at the boom, and you, we were asking a pretty penny for that house, and we got it, I'm, we You're welcome, I,
2: mean, I don't remember getting any checks for anything, yeah. that's okay. But
0: I was like, oh my God, so uh, yes, please speak to how that relationship works.
2: <laughs> so it, you know, if people are in real estate, their brokerages, or wherever they're learning things from are constantly like, you need to be doing social media, and it's like, that's a job. Like and most of them suck because it's it's challenging. It's a lot it look, this is a lot of work. And I basically was like, I know I've got an audience and I know that they like real estate. So I've gone down many paths over the, the last decade attempting to work and becoming a partners in brokerages and working on maybe should I get my license so I can get commission on stuff and so many different facets and it really just it works the best and it's the most fun when like I have one agent that I work with really on each of the different pages. I love hanging out with them. They're awesome people. We go out and we have a blast and we get to go do the fun videos. And then they also get kind of that added benefit of being able to promote properties and get a ton of traffic to their website. I know like Kyle's site from will him speak to this because it's almost my little testimonial. Of- yeah, please, <laughs> awesome. please, please I welcome, love a welcome Kyle. Same
3: thing, Kyle. I'm the surprise guest today. Surprise um, guest. So yeah, Joe and I have been working together for almost uh, eight months now, and it's been cool because we, I started my new brokerage. Or I joined a new brokerage, um, like two Januarys ago. So a little over 14 months ago and we got agent websites and with Joe now we have been promoting my listings on there or even if it's, it could have been your house, Sam that he (laughs) posted on there, but it went directly to my website. So Mm. my website is like, I actually got a letter from Corcoran corporate, which is international brand. And they're like, you're the number one agent website in all of Corcoran, like the entire brand, like you have the most hits ever to your site. So that was like, it was crazy. I mean, we did that in a matter of what, like six months and yeah, that's really
1: through through the through the St.
3: Peter's awesome yeah, through Joe pushing it out everything out on there every Saturday he'll put something out and everything goes And that's right a to good tomorrow, day
0: so. that's when you're out wanting to that's go to those open houses cuz exactly. I I don't know if you know our mom Max but We'll hit up an open house. Very much not interested in buying.
1: Bloody Mary in hand and a coffee to go cup in the car. Oh, just,
0: what's
3: next?
1: Let's go for a walk and see open houses. Not ever buying another house.
2: She's going to die in the that. one that they
3: no, have. She keeps it interesting. Like I mean, we have a lot of people that come through, but the ones like that—they're willing to chat. Those are great. Yeah. yeah she, I mean, she's an old Northeast mom, so you know,
1: you know the type. She she just likes to look around and see she what's going on in the neighborhood. Original hardwood. Yeah, right. She wants some. Yeah, she wants to make sure the original floors are there (laughs) and they have those floors now
0: (laughs) (laughs) don't you take those shoes off (laughs) so what i like about that marriage though of real real estate and then just kind of the spotlighting the places in tampa bay is because so many people are moving here and it's wild to hear i mean you go out and and so and you tell someone you're from here and they're like what no way (laughs) you're a native and
2: that's always been the case yeah i came down in 92 from new york and like i would even feel that way now like oh wow you're like now my daughter has been born here so it's like oh yeah she's a native person now but it's still like a a kind of a oh wow you've lived here your whole life Mm -hmm. yeah you know
0: but it's cool for those people looking for homes because if they are also connected to an account like that they're going to also see what cool stuff they should be doing in yeah. the city they might be moving to.
2: Because the conversation's been interesting on on the real and week to week this this totally shifts but <laughs> some weeks it'll just be like we curse on here yeah we're on yeah. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. yeah Shitstorm yeah. The of just like bitch fest of like oh my god it's on a four if we buy anything blah. blah. and it, and it's like just goes fucking crazy and like, I'm not going to respond to all of these people. Let them go and complain because they're helping the post get in front of more people. Exactly. And then sometimes... Keep the comments oh, coming. I think last week's was, like, delightful of people just, like, tagging all their friends. So it's almost like... The, the, and I don't know if this is the audience shift. I don't think I've gotten that many new followers in the last like six or eight months of, since it's happened, but like people are now just like, yeah, this is how much it costs to live here. And they're just sharing it with their friends and saying, like, wow, this is amazing. Beautiful house. Obviously, they're going to be like, it's a little bit of a high price. Like, yeah, no shit. This is, this <laughs> is the market we're in. Yeah. I mean, that, living that, in the most that's awesome exactly place. what
1: it is now. I mean, that, I, I guess that was a big point of why we wanted to do this as being native St. Peter. Bergians, some
0: people here's a good conversation (laughs) because some people say Saint Petians. Saint, I
1: no, I'm not
0: that Saint Petians. I feel like I've seen that, like a Saint Petian. Mm. Like I'm, I'm
1: very uncomfortable with the sound of (laughs) that. I don't, I don't, I I can't pinpoint why.
0: (laughs) But Um, then other people say Saint Peter's Burgers. I don't mind being a burger. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I posted something burger one time and, like, people got super pissed and they are just like, we're not Pittsburgh and blah, we're blah, not, blah, blah. Oh, God. I don't know. We, okay, As we, it
1: is, you say the Bay Area yeah. and everyone in San Francisco throws
2: things at you. Like Oh, God. <laughs> well, if when, I talk about Tampa <laughs> on St. Pete, like, I'm gonna get crucified. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: true, it's true. Well, and they call but, Tampians... T- no panians, <laughs> <and> tampons, T- <laughs> which I don't love. I've, that I well, don't love tampons. No one wants to be
2: called a tampon. We gotta we gotta work on a
1: catchphrase for the people. But anyway, <laughs> the a, point. Is, see, there is, we don't. That's. It's such a developing city
2: that we don't
0: have a name. we,
1: we never sure thought about branding ourselves, <laughs> <laughs> and that's thankfully we have people like you guys to do this and, and help. Just, you know what like,
0: is awesome. That's. It's. It's.
1: We're awesome. <laughs>
0: I'd be curious to know from St. Pete, Kyle, your clients, are they primarily other locals looking to buy in the Bay or do you get people from out of state?
3: It's a crazy mix. Honestly, right now, I probably at least at least have one to four clients at a time that are from California, New York, Indiana. Uh, I mean, you name it. They're coming from all over and just wanting to be here in St. Pete for various reasons
0: so you you just do like a facetime yeah open exactly house, i am going like,
3: to a showing here in 30 minutes in palm harbor and the buyers are in indianapolis and oh so they God. are like we really like this house can you come see it i'm like sure let's go check it out and this happens all the time
0: and that's why so that's, we that's show up with our mom to eat the portion that they missed exactly <laughs> exactly,
1: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we come to the open house for the snacks to help the indianapolis you know
0: i want them to have the full experience
3: the hoosiers i mean the the, hoos- they're the, the hoosiers,
1: hoosiers,
0: hoosiers yeah, yeah. Hoosiers. see, see so they have they a great catchphrase yeah they
3: do.
1: Yeah. But that's, that's how we bought this house. You know, I, I was telling you before that yeah. we did it over FaceTime with our mom and the, the, the rental property guy who wasn't even an agent and we yeah. just tried to figure it out. And, and that's how we bought, I mean, that is the age. Cause it hap it has to happen so quick yeah. the way that everything moves so
3: fast now. It's oh,
0: like, especially during that time. Like, that 20 i guess what what do you think it started like i say
3: like i was talking about those with max like mid 2020 in florida anyway not much of the rest of the country but here like j- june ish until like last last year mid last year and it was bonkers
0: it was wild because yeah. we so we um our house in trikers that you posted it flooded <laughs> sorry sorry to spoil that
3: <laughs> wait before you guys sold or after
0: uh, right before. Oh. Oof. They knew. Yeah, they know. Yeah. If you're listening. <laughs> she knew.
3: They were very aware. Um yep.
0: but we sold we sold it like three months after the flood or four months. Yep. Um,
1: to be fair, shore but, acres.
0: You know what you're getting right, into. Right.
1: On a sunny day. <laughs> floods like with it's one like, hour of rain. yeah
0: <laughs> like,
1: so no, you know nothing on the house that neighborhood yeah. is below sea level yeah.
0: <laughs> like, but after we sold it it was stressful because we would look at zillow and you would see a house one day and it would be gone it would just disappear there was nothing and then the finally the house we found we had to make a decision in 48 hours and it was very stressful.
3: And you had to write like a, like a kind letter. Oh,
0: I wrote a letter. Yeah. That was my Yeah,
3: those aren't allowed anymore, but- um, <laughs> they not allowed? No, not technically, but people still do them. As but of when? anyway, your letters sound like it worked.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you what I wrote this letter. <laughs> so it was us and like, I think one other couple maybe. And first I thought she was gonna one up me because she was pregnant. I'm sorry, <laughs> lady. <laughs> <laughs> the other guy, because another they were buyer, at the same, because they were in the open house same time. So I was like, you know, so then our realtor was like, well, you know, you can write a letter, and I was like, okay, this is my moment. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot help negotiate. I this is what I can bring to the table. I'm one with my words. So I put a picture of our pets. I wrote this story about the flood and how we were looking for a new. It and how it great. was so traumatic?
1: Yeah, it came with and a Sarah McLachlan album <laughs> attached to it. Like,
0: and how we just wanted to be on higher ground. <laughs> and it fucking worked. On higher
1: ground, not higher ground, which is like ground. two feet higher where you move. Yeah. By the way, by the way, she didn't even bother leaving the neighborhood
3: that flooded. <laughs> so she's one neighborhood over I'm now. One
0: neighborhood okay, over. Okay,
3: it's a little bit better. But yes,
0: letters work. Sorry, they're not. <laughs>
3: Oh, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway. (laughs) So it rain it floods on a cloudy day in your new neighborhood whereas was a a sunny day. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Exactly. We're doing great though. Yeah. We made it. We're doing Uh,
2: great. (laughs) Uh,
3: Yeah, it's a cool thing to see St. Pete change like this. I mean, I've been here eleven years and the change has been incredible, but from you guys being here your whole lives and or coming back. I bet it kind of blows your mind, right? And oh it, yeah. It blows a ton of locals minds too, especially like Joe was mentioning all the people that comment and bitch and all that. But it's like, we are a city that's changing and it's not going backwards. It's you look around, you open your door, you turn down the street and there's a new building, new restaurant every day. Like there's no going back for St. Pete, no matter what happens no. in no. the economy. And that, that's just,
0: fine. I really feel bad for people who are still renting. Cause I can't imagine being in that world anymore. Oh, no. in 2000, I'm going to feel like a back in my day person. This wasn't that long ago. (laughs) But when I graduated college in 2012, I got a studio apartment on Locust Street in Old Northeast. It's still there. It's been updated now from a Terrier. It was a Terrier Properties one. $450 a month I paid for a studio. And that went up. By the time I left there, it was at like, I was like crying because it was went up to like six fifty was
1: that <laughs> was that the one that had that really scary deck on the back that yes, you couldn't step terrifying on and yeah oh, that's the woman that that woman died in the one <laughs>
0: oh. I was a man but he did. Die. Oh. I've actually lived in two downtown apartment buildings where somebody died while I was living there, and I don't know what that means. Oh, really. <laughs> Sounds
1: like a you problem. <laughs>
0: Well, why don't you tell us about what you made today while we're on yeah, the subject? Yeah, it was fantastic. First of all, why is it so yellow?
1: I, so I made a very <laughs> yellow drink. So this is actually an old, um, an old uh, tiki style drink. Uh, it's a very classic uh, recipe uh, called a Saturn. Uh, after the planet. <laughs> the
0: planet. I didn't know they had cocktails there. <laughs> the Greek yes, right. it, it, was it, it
1: was invented rum. on the planet and it was brought here wow. <laughs> uh, by ancient aliens. Um, no, it's it's a, it's one of the few tropical tiki style drinks It's actually made with gin. It's not a rum based cocktail. Um, and it's gin and it's mostly yellow because of the passion fruit. That's one of the biggest ingredients in it. Uh, it's gin, passion fruit. Uh, falernum, which is a really fun sort of like ginger, lime, almond liqueur.
0: If you told me a Falernum was something I had to get checked at the doctor, <laughs> I would believe you. Yeah.
1: It, doesn't, uh, it doesn't look great on menus, but uh, it's one of those things that like the people who know what it is know and love it. But uh, it's like it's so obscure. It's like this liqueur. And yeah, it's ginger, lime, almond, and like a bunch of, I don't know. It's like an old thing that disappeared for a long time and it has had a resurgence lately.
0: Oh, um, here for it.
1: But I also made a little bit of a turmeric syrup because we went to lunch at Twisted Indian today and I was like, hmm, how can I spice this drink up? <laughs> Not <to>, a <laughs> terrible pun there, but yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, it's already kind of a yellow drink. I'll use a turmeric spice to kind of add a little... Just yeah. a subtle warmth to the cocktail.
0: See, when I think of turmeric, I think yeah. of Cody's Roadhouse, where I once worked. And uh. they would serve <laughs> the onion rings with turmeric sauce. I, But now I have a new way to think of it. But <laughs> well, they'd serve you
1: what? Wait. Yeah.
0: You remember the onion rings on a stick?
1: <laughs> <laughs> How could I forget? Okay,
0: they serve these... In- they serve these massive onion rings. You ordered yeah, no,
1: them. No, I know. I, I, I'm just saying it They're didn't like, impact me the oh, way it did you, apparently. I carried a lot of
0: those sticks around. <laughs> They're like the size of donuts, these onion rings, and you dip them in a creamy turmeric sauce.
1: Oh. I would have never... I, yeah, I, no. That was
0: them being daring. <laughs> with their, I don't know. <laughs> let's not do ranch. Let's do something different.
1: Spice it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize how... Um, uh forming cody's experience was going to be on you because it comes up way more than i thought it
0: spent been three years there and five at carabas you're due for a reference every episode to one of those restaurants
3: i get it i talk about Olive garden all the time i worked there in high school and college yeah so like, so yeah so like nightmares of being in the weeds you know
2: yes.
1: oh yeah yeah oh we've all had that one i know Um have you ever I
2: was a terrible, (laughs) terrible waiter.
1: Did you did you work in restaurants ever? So
2: I was a valet and a bellman at Safety Harbor Spa from when I was sixteen till I was twenty. Oh my god. And then I worked at Ruby Tuesdays for less than a month. And like, you know, I'm twenty years old, I'm poor, I've got I go up to pay less and I buy like eight dollar shoes that are black, because that's what they told me to the get. The non skids. Uh, <laughs> they are not they were definitely not non skid. So I mean I might have been there like every day that I worked there was like a demotion. So oh, by like my by last day I'm like cleaning dishes and I have, you know, Ruby Tuesdays these plates are like two feet long. And I have like 20 of them and I just bust my ass in the kitchen and they all break. I went to work like two more days. I'm like, dude, fuck this. Like, Why am I doing this as a server? I'm like, dude, I was making a ton of money as a bellman and I only had to deal with people for like 30 seconds. Like oh my God. being yeah, a bellman exactly. and a valet is like, if you are in that world and you're like, ah, I like serving, I like talking to people. Like you're going to make more money as a bellman because.
1: Yeah. I
0: never would have. I did
1: valet parking in high so school. Nice. um at cool cars. It was Julian's. the um, Julian's Steakhouse, which is now the Fit to Run
0: Downtown. Bright. Julian's was like the nice steakhouse It here. was the
1: nice steakhouse. And I did the valet parking, which was the sleepiest job ever. They, they gave me like a loaf of bread every shift <laughs> just to make sure like I was okay out there. <laughs> but anytime the Yankees were in town, uh. they always came to dinner at julian's and and um joe tory if he came i was guaranteed a 20 dollar bill and that was the height of my life and valet parking in high school because if joe tory was coming in i would get a 20 no matter what and i was like life is good i am rolling in it <laughs>
0: theory oh. <laughs> and I've t- i tried to talk about this on here at work was that a lot of the influencers who take off um is be- for eating and food videos is because mm-hmm. they do the videos of themselves eating and there's a whole community around mukbang oh
1: Does anybody yeah.
0: you don't know i'm surprised not more people know this <laughs> like, term
1: like the people who eat the giant like crab legs it's like videos video. of people
0: like just Eating and oh, usually right. it's messy. It's on their yeah. face, oh, okay. and there's like a there's like a following for it, and they're called mukbang. It's M U K, bang.
2: My daughter likes Marmaduke. That's a fun one. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I never thought of when you tell me like, like mukbang. I'm like, you sure it's not Marmaduke? Like, because well, there's
0: one <laughs> local influencer. I'm not gonna call her out because. She knows who she is. <laughs> but she has an amazing she's following. It, yeah. And she's crushing it. But every video, I swear, she takes this big, dramatic bite.
2: Well, that's what's... Sell. Look, <laughs> every video, when, when Kyle and I do videos, like, Kyle just, like, accidentally mastered, like, the bite, and then, like, the shock space, like, God damn. The knowing nod,
1: like, mmm. But it's, it's more than a <laughs>
2: Like, it, it, it does take, you know, I don't want to say, like, some consideration. And I don't even know if he considered it. It's just, like, his reaction, is like, natural reaction, Always tends to be like that's what we start the video with. Like, yeah, <laughs> there you go. You know, there's you,
0: something to it.
2: You start with that, or if you, you look at that guest video that like it popped off on TikTok with like I don't know, like five or six hundred, five hundred thousand people on it, and it's just like we were on a boat, and there's like some chick on another boat just dancing crazy. Like that's what I led the video with, and like that just took off. Man. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you right know the hooks. In. You know the hooks that are gonna suck people in to watch a little bit. Because it's
1: not—it's not intimidating, you know. You're not Mm -hmm. in this like fancy place, you know. It's it's very relatable. (laughs) Look at you.
3: (laughs) I think one of the big things too, you know, we've talked about a lot of like new restaurants and stuff, but Joe has been focusing on old establishments in St. Pete that are also like staples to our community that like we literally couldn't live without because Mm. they've been here for decades Um, and so I think that has been a huge focus too to find the stuff off the beaten path that also still is good and has delicious food the service is amazing the people are amazing and like that has been really cool to explore those places. I mean, yeah. even places I've been here for eleven years and haven't been to some of these places. Like we just went to the Chattoway last week. Like, yes. oh, yes. God. so
1: cool! I think it's the uh, official. Is it crumpet? the officially oldest oldest restaurant in
3: St. Pete? I mean, 1951, right? Maybe. Yeah, continuously running. I think it's one of the family yeah for that whole entire period. It's amazing, and those places are just so unique. Like in what makes St. Pete special?
1: And thankfully, there's been some good news lately that a lot of these places are, are staying around. Like El Cap on 4th Street, the burger place. Kissing and
0: Cousins. Kissing yes. Cousins. Thank cousins, yeah. goodness. I,
3: I, if you, have you ever been there? I've not been to Kissing Cousins, but I need to go. Yes. So we
1: uh, we as kids, as long as I can remember, used to go there. It was usually like an after church thing back yeah. in our church days. Yeah. And my my altar board. I know days. you didn't send
2: us <laughs> for church, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a line out the door for pancakes every Sunday listen, morning.
1: Listen, Pinellas Park schools weren't great at the time, so we needed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, we were in Catholic school for a while, and and but that was always like after church we went to and mm. Cousins for breakfast with Grandma, and it. Uh, I, I think
0: v- it was the hash brown casserole that hooked us. I feel like the first time we tried it, we got that, and we were all like. This is so good. Hash
1: brown casserole. And you have to specifically ask for it. It's, I mean, it's printed, but they don't offer, like if you order a breakfast, whatever, they're like, do you want hash brown or grits? And you have to say hash brown casserole, casserole because it's a separate mm. dish. So good. Um, highly recommend, but you have to do it. And you go for breakfast. They're only open till like two o'clock, but they just recently, the owner held off selling he was going to sell it because he just wanted to get rid of it not get rid of it but he, he was wants done to
0: retire yeah
1: and refused to sell to anybody who wanted to knock it down and finally sold to the working manager of the restaurant yeah.
0: so cool. <laughs> and
1: yeah. and in in hopes of keeping it going and i tell you half the staff same as when we went same. there 20 That's years right.
0: ago yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> it's wild
3: Yeah. Anyway. anyway well this oh was
0: amazing God. thank you guys for coming oh, and for uh, we're, we're just really happy you wanted to be a part of us getting this off the ground with our influencer community
1: yeah we, I really appreciate it I, yeah. I feel like I say this to everybody who comes here but it's like it's just it's so fun to learn this city through the eyes of other people yeah. and at different stages in their lives and how they're making it a better place to live so we're very appreciative of that yeah, <laughs> appreciate you guys. as St. Piusian's
0: we'll work on it we're working we'll
1: work on that well anyways thank you both so much for being here and still to come sam and i hash out our favorite thrill rides in tampa bay that's next So, in honor of Bush Gardens Food and Wine Festival, which is ongoing these couple months, as of the airing of this show, <laughs> um, we have a lot of history with Bush Gardens. Growing up,
0: what is your first core memory of Bush Gardens?
1: Um, telling my uh, band camp girlfriend that I was not afraid to ride Montu <laughs> with her, Stacy. Stacey gaslighted me into riding Montu. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no big deal, whatever. Because the only roller coaster that I've ever been on in my life was, it's long gone now, but you remember the Scorpion roller coaster? Yeah, it,
0: I think it still exists in some.
1: No, oh no, the capacity. Scorpion does. I'm sorry. Mm. There was the Python. The
0: Python. That's
1: what I was saying. Mm. That was the very first ride that I've ever been on and I think you we rode it at the same time it was
0: a mini roller coaster for kids yeah
1: but it did two little corkscrews it went upside down that was the big deal it's like we went upside down oh my you know gosh. like that's life changing somehow yeah Um. other than that I'd never really been on like any form of a roller coaster and then I went with Stacy from band from, from drama camp and she wanted to ride Montu and I'm like yeah let's go cool whatever dying inside sweating <laughs> like so terrifying. like you look at this Montu is this giant inverted you're hanging like below the track it's as a child as a i would say young middle school probably it was horrifying looking and it was new at the time too like it was like f- brand new
0: it was like iron guazi is to us now
1: yeah Yes. And in fact, remember, our dad wrote it before we did.
0: He wrote it with Suzanne. With
1: Suzanne. Yes, who our, is our... I always hate to, to try to make this Make equate. the
0: tree work. Um, yes. Our
1: grandfather's wife. Yes. But it was his second wife, so it's weird to say grandmother.
0: But it's also weird to say step-grandmother.
1: Yeah, it just doesn't sound it's like... It's all so weird. I'm like, yeah. she's my auntie. Auntie, um, one of the many. Yeah. So, yeah, so... I was just, it's an imposing thing. It's this big blue inverted roller coaster, brand new, super fast. And I'm sure at the time it had some record because they all have like, you know, this is the tallest, tallest fastest, fastest inverted. Yes. <laughs> like, and but I'm like, yeah, cool. Well, no, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I do like this shit all the time. It's you know? so cool. Yeah, like yeah, I'll fine. do it fine. Like, don't be scared, Stacey. Meanwhile, I'm just absolutely dying inside. And I remember riding it and I loved it. I, I absolutely got off that ride thinking, like, this is my destiny. This is
0: my personality now. <laughs> this
1: is all that I live for now.
0: It really did become your personality because you lived in Roller Coaster Tycoon on the computer for years. <sighs> lived there.
1: I still, in my off time, which is rare, I will still get on to Roller Coaster Tycoon but I, yeah, like ro- roller coasters was it for me. Like, that was it. I was an enthusiast. I was like, this is all I ever want to do. If you're ever stressed, like, I worked them into conversations. You
0: were a thrill ride <laughs> enthusiast. I was a thrill.
1: I wanted to start a webpage. Like, this is Max's roller coaster blog. Like,
0: <laughs> yes, because I do remember anytime we went on vacation, if there was a thrill ride in the vicinity, you su- sucked, sucked it. <laughs> Seeked it I, out. I, you seeked it out. Saw, sought sought it out. Like like when we went to Vegas. Oh, Vegas. And you made us <gasps> sit in the ride that just dangles you off the side of the building. There's no fun there. Where is the joy?
1: I love that for some reason you had no choice but to join me I on had, all of these things. It's like,
0: it's like a plus one against my will they're like oh you know i heard about this ride you know what do they do you sit in a car and they just dangle they you dump over you the-
1: off the side of a building
0: that's all that happened it on was. that ride it was terrifying
1: Ugh. yeah no bush gardens became like life-changing and then when the fun pass came out <laughs> that was the game changer yes. for our family because that meant we could just drive over After school on a Sunday afternoon, go
0: hit a few rides
1: and then go back the next week if you didn't hit a, you know, like we were there all the time. And now it's like, oh my gosh, there's so many, it's so different now. Like the level, the quality of, ride there the quality like the The curtain lady the quality Quality? the
0: quality of these roller coasters i mean i do feel bad because i did bring you recently and i was like look (laughs) at me look at me i've made it i'm so famous that i got us free passes and fast passes and
1: fast pass that was that alone was the treat. that was the treat
0: so we go and bring the whole fam all the whole squad all the kids and the one ride that you haven't been on like the one that is critically acclaimed Iron Gwazi that is a resurrection of one we went on in our youth yes it was closed it
1: was closed it was closed after being open for a week
0: and Shikra was closed which is the other claim to fame there
1: yeah I had been on that and there were still on this trip there was a lot that I had not been on Mm. that I got to ride so it was a fulfilling day for sure and that Fast Pass man that I am about that life (sighs) You don't have to think. You don't have to plan. You're just like, okay, what's the next thing? We're on it. Bam, done. Yeah. Bam, it's, done.
0: It's the way to do it.
1: But I I, I, <laughs> I so, was so impressed by the selection and quality of rides now. Yes.
0: Cheetah Hunt is a cheetah good Cheetah Hunt. Cheetah Hunt is a good time. They really do mimic the pounce of a cheetah, I will say. I feel like the have way you- Have you
1: ridden many cheetahs you in know, your day?
0: <laughs> in my- day <laughs> willie is wild oh you're oh. you have, a
1: have an orange kitty you have kitty. an orange it means
0: you short a few brain cells but it's okay yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um
1: is that your fa- would you say that's your favorite currently, ride? currently that's
0: my favorite roller coaster yeah. i like Sheikra, but i just don't like that moment at the top where they're like oops you might be stuck and die just kidding let's let you go now that's the whole
1: point of it that's yeah.
0: that's, that's
1: that's shikra
0: it's a moment of Of panic every time. Like, what if this is the time?
1: Because they hold you there for what feels like an hour, but it's like, you know, two seconds before they do the 90 degree. Because that was the big deal. It's the first 90 Mm. degree drop in southwestern Florida. It broke some record at some point.
0: Have you ever been stuck on a roller coaster or a Um,
1: ride? Uh, not on a roller coaster. I have been stuck on rides before. I was stuck on Splash Mountain recently. What? Recently.
0: At what point in the ride?
1: Somewhere in the middle <laughs> where there was some damn frog that kept popping up every like 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, oh no, watch out ahead. And, oh no, watch out ahead. I'm like, just. Throw me out of this ride already. To the point that, and I was with my little nephew Frankie, who is not patient at all. And we were in a boat together and he was like, oh, come on. What's going on? And then the lights come on. And then you're in Splash Mountain with the lights on and these damn puppets popping up and down. It was not enjoyable. There's
0: nothing magical. There
1: was no magic there.
0: I was stuck on Kumba once. Actually, Ooh. so similar to you, one of my first times at Busch Gardens was with a boy I liked. Do you remember? Oh. Um, when
1: Rick- you're from Florida, this is what you do on the, uh, as dates. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's go be terrified. Do you remember Ricky? I'm not going to say his last name. I sure do. <laughs> so his family brought me to Busch Gardens and we went on Kumba again. I was like, okay, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We get halfway up the crawl and It stops. The crawl.
1: Oh, my God.
0: And the woman next to me, so it's like, Ricky, me, woman. She starts praying. (laughs) And I am still very much (laughs) entrenched in Catholic school education. So I am convinced that praying is how you don't die. No. And she starts singing, like saying like the Our Father.
1: I don't ever remember this (laughs)
0: Well, I remember well and I don't go on Kumba.
1: Oh my Out of god. This I'll tell you what, she is rusty.
0: Yeah, she oh shakes my. your head all around and she has always been that way.
1: And it, it's like Kumba was I think the first like major roller coaster at Busch Gardens cuz I remember I was maybe in 3rd grade and it had kind of just been built like is that like
0: before Montu? Or after Montu? Oh, uh,
1: Montu was way later. Oh. Uh, I say way later. It was like probably five years well, later.
0: Well, but... it feels later because it's smoother.
1: Yeah, Kumb- Kumba came out and Kumba was a big deal because it was the first like big major roller coaster in Busch Gardens and it was a huge draw because before that it was just like the little python mm-hmm. or the scorpion that did the one little loop. This was like giant roller coaster. It's like five minutes long. And it was a steel, you know, it was like the first steel roller coaster. Yeah. And now you ride that thing and you're like, it, it hurt. Like, I remember we all had to sit down and take a break after that. Yeah. Like, we like as adults, this didn't ouch. age well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. My favorite, I love, I really love Shikra. I mm. really, do. I think it's just such a beautifully designed ride. It is so smooth, and the way that the, the seats extend beyond the track, like if you sit on the edge...
0: You're on the edge. You're
1: flowing. You're, you're flying. S-
0: you're so close to death.
1: It's just... It's <laughs> so, the, you're you, I accept it as my fate yeah. because I put myself in this chair because of that, and I just love it.
0: So there, have you heard about the new ride, the Serengeti Flyer?
1: The big, like, swingy thing?
0: It's a giant swing set, oh basically. God, like, you, you know the ship... At carnivals, the ship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine a giant version of that that's seated in a row, like a chicra row. I oh, haven't been on it, but... Okay. And it just swings over the Serengeti and the giraffes.
1: The giraffes?
0: What do you think they think Four things must be so good.
1: Do you think they like worship it at night? Like this <laughs> giant tall obelisk? Like, is it like 2001 space? I was like. Bah,
0: like bah, Toy Story bah. with a claw machine comes. Exactly. Claw! <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like it's this tall thing that comes alive every so often. They must think it's a god.
0: Yeah, that must be really crazy. <laughs> that must be very hard. Also,
1: their bush garden giraffes, they're already working against the clock. Yeah, like, it's
0: not a they're just happy to be They're there. the
1: orange cats of the giraffe community.
0: <laughs> they got the best rebrand with the giraffe bar.
1: <laughs> the giraffe bar.
0: They got the this best is, rebrand.
1: That was the genius I think the best decision. Screw the roller coasters. You build a bar overlooking the giraffe enclosure. Genius. Genius.
0: You could sit there all day and watch the Serengeti.
1: We basically did. We did.
0: And it's perfect for like, I imagine once you have kids in there at that age that we were when we were like nonstop, go, go, ride, another ride. Club. club. <laughs> that that's where I would post up if I was a parent. I'd be like, okay, come check in in two hours. And here I am looking at my giraffes, <laughs> making friends with the other moms. Like I just see that as my future.
1: <laughs> uh, it's genius. Yep. It's genius.
0: ask you about another core memory I have of Bush Gardens from our childhood? Yes. There was a trip that we went on with our dad, and I believe it was the one with Suzanne, Mm -hmm. that it rained, so we had to buy the blue ponchos with the white tiger face on them. Yes. And I don't know why, but I don't think I had ever worn a poncho until this (laughs) moment in life. I didn't know what a poncho was.
1: They weren't chic yet.
0: Well, I was just, you know, you don't... Do you remember the first time you consciously thought about what a poncho was?
1: Well, no, I guess not. <laughs> I do.
0: <laughs> and I remember our dad making some joke about, we're the blue people now. We're the blue people.
1: Oh, my God. And I
0: believe it was the around Blue Man Group time. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, maybe this was even before that. I just remember getting we are the a, blue people. a real big kick about our whole family being blue poncho wearing people. And I kept saying, we're the blue people.
1: I don't think it was raining. I think we got it because there used to be more water rides there. And I think we were raining? all wearing because they sell them for the like if you go on the they used to have that big like river ride ride. That the you Congo like Rapids too, yeah. And they the had- Congo
0: Rapids very deceiving. That thing gets you way more wet than you ever expect to be.
1: Well, here's the thing: it's there's only one seat
0: <laughs> that gets a full ass of water. There
1: are twelve seats, and it is roulette. <laughs> It is a giant roulette wheel because there is only one seat on the Congo River rapids that gets soaked and it's the one that spins under the waterfall. Uh, and if you spin under the waterfall, you're done. You're,
0: you're fucked. You're done. It's over.
1: Otherwise, you are dry as a bone and you have a sunburn.
0: So you're telling me that my <laughs> that I was wearing a poncho and it was raining and I was walking around the park like that?
1: I mean, maybe it <laughs> rained? I feel like maybe we got the poncho. Oh, no. It. Yeah. Okay. Wait. I think it was also kind of cold, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Okay. Maybe. And I think
1: we got it for the water rides. And then we kept them on because it got like cold. Because I remember. Okay. It's coming back to me. That trip when our dad rode Montu. Yes. mm -hmm. The line—it was again a brand new ride—and the line was astronomically long. And we stayed out with our grandfather, waiting for them to watch them. And I think that's the coldest I've ever been in my life. I remember waiting to watch them, and it got—the sun had set, and it got frigid. And we're just like,
0: any minute now. Uh, Any minute minute." home from the ride. We're waiting for them to come back to camp
1: in our ponchos. (laughs)
0: Yeah, isn't it funny how some things are core memories to one person and not another? Because I can literally picture our family in these blue ponchos that had the white tiger on them. I
1: remember the white tiger poncho. I don't remember the uh, climate (laughs) (laughs) accommodations at the time.
0: I just really enjoyed the idea of a poncho. I was like, this is the coolest thing. I can get wet, but I'm not wet.
1: Wait, more importantly... (laughs) Do you remember what you were wearing under the poncho? Because you have this gift that a lot of people don't know about. You are able to photographically remember an outfit you wore. And not to just like major events, but to like mundane things. You remember outfits you wore.
0: If it's like something special, like not just going to work, I usually can remember it. I'm struggling with this day except that that was the era of this specific gray Calvin Klein t-shirt I wore all of oh the time.
1: Oh my God. There actually might be a picture. There's a picture I of me in right. the
0: van. Calvin you, Klein t-shirt. You could you sell that to, shit now for a lot oh of money. Oh my God. Haley Bieber's wearing wearing that now.
1: And the choker you were inevitably wearing with it.
0: Yes. <laughs> Note, thank you again to Tampa Bay is awesome for joining us today. It is at Tampa Bay is awesome and also at St. Pete Kyle.
1: Thank you all for listening, and we will see you next week.
0: Like and subscribe,
1: smash that like button, (laughs)
0: hit subscribe. (laughs)